Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance. Hello, everybody. Let's talk today about membership warehouse clubs. You're a member of the club. Does that make you better than other people? I used to be a member of one of the largest membership warehouse clubs, but um, I gave up my membership years and years and years ago, and I haven't missed it. Although my friends were like, what do you, what do you mean? You gave up your membership? I mean, how are you going to survive? Where will you get toilet paper? Where did people get stuff before that? And this particular club, I guess like many, offers discount gasoline. But here's the rub with it. You drive there, and let's say locally it's seven miles to drive there. Then you got to wait in line for sometimes 20 minutes or longer for a pump to open up. And then you get your discount gas, which is about 50 cents less per gallon than if you went somewhere else. That's like right around the corner across the street from your house. And so you start adding certain things up. Let's say this. Let's say your tank is half full already. Do you see the world? Is your gas tank half full or half empty? I say it's the wrong size tank. <laughs> anyway, let's say it's half full. Okay. Because <clears throat> I know people that'll do that. They'll drive there to only fill up their tank. The tanks these days typically are maybe about mm, 13 gallons. By the way, there may be math. I'm warning you right now. There may be math involved and everybody does what they do so they don't have to do any math. Except for that chick that was on the Wonder Years who uh, grew up and then wrote a book about mathematics. And I think she even got a graduate degree in it. And now is on Hallmark Channel with her permacry look on her face. She's one of these people that looks like she either just had a really good cry or she's about to cry. I don't know why they keep casting her with that pouty look. To me, it just doesn't add up. Get it? Get it? Her first name is like the first name of a famous female race car driver. And even though they share the same first name, there's nothing the same in the way they look or come across. So, now, you drive to the warehouse store to get some gas. Seven miles. Then you got to drive back. Seven miles. While you're there, your car is idling. So it's blowing out pollution and at the same time, you're burning gas. How much gas can you burn in 20 minutes? Well, you might burn something like a quarter to a half a gallon, depending on what you're driving. If you're driving a real guzzler like my car, you could burn almost a freaking whole gallon. That thing is really thirsty at the tank. You're sitting there, belching out pollution, burning gas. Now, let's add this up. Seven miles there and back is 14 miles. Typically, for wear and tear, what does that mean? Let's put on the sleeve garter and the visor over our head, get out the old manual calculator. You know, the ones where you manually go click, 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 because you have to manually hit the thing to make it advance, and you have a roll of paper. Okay, maybe you've never seen one of those, but in my mind, people are still using those type of calculators. Okay, boys, let's run tape on this one. Yeah, we're going to run tape and calculate all the expenses. See, that's what we're going to do. 14 miles times 56 cents per mile, which is what the government allows. And that's for like burning the rubber on your tire and oil and wear and tear and, 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 and. What is, let's say 50 cents, okay? 50 cents times 14 miles is $7. What that means is you're basically costing you $7 to drive there to get your discount gasoline 
where you're going to save 50 cents on six gallons, which is $3. So now you're in the whole $4, but you're also burning gas and you're probably burning about a dollar's worth while you're waiting, 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 which means you're in the hole even more. Bye-bye life. So long life. Too bad you wasted the rest of your life at the Discount Club Warehouse Store. Pity, pity. Perhaps in your next life, you will not take on this karma. Why don't people ever think about this stuff, you know? The other thing they do is, When I was a boy, why gasoline in 1971, it was a nigh on 36 cents a gallon. And when you drove in, they filled up the tank for you, and they wiped your white walls, and they checked your oil, and they cleaned the blah, blah, Well, okay, fine. The Texaco guys, they're gone. They were guys, by the way. 36 cents in 1971 is what? The equivalent of about mm, maybe $3, 250 to $3 today. So if you bitch about how much gasoline costs compared to like, when I was a boy, it's around the same. But no one ever calculates in inflation. I told you there was going to be math. I told you. You're going to turn off to it right now. Although people like math if you're saying something like, uh, She's a 10. Yeah, you know, there's that, that's a numeral there. There's math. There's a scale. 1 to 10. By the way, on the 1 to 10 scale, what, there was an internet site years ago where they only wanted the good-looking to be able to date each other. So I sent my photos in as requested, and then they have you rated, and they came back on a scale of 1 to 10. <laughs> and I came back as a 3. A 3 on a scale of 1 to 10. I mean, what is that? Gross deformity or hideous beast? Or a hideous beast with gross deformity? Am I really a three? I mean, I've been to the DMV. And we all know, if you want to know what an average person looks like, you go on down to a DMV field office. Those are average people, okay? Not the people that are employed there. Those are people with below average intelligence and ambition. That's why they're there. I mean, the DMV only exists to give people with slightly more ambition than just being homeless with a tin can or a cardboard sign, something to do during their day, plus benefits. All right, so let's say that you get the gas thing and you're wasting probably a half hour of your time. You know what else is a waste of time while you're in line there? There's a sign, it's an electric sign, and it tells you which pumps are open and which ones are not. They do it by a symbol of a gas pump, and then it's green for open and red for not open. Pretty simple, right? And so the signs are very clear for you to see them, and yet people will sit there like dumbasses when a pump in the middle or in the front or whatever has opened, and they'll sit there and sit there and sit there and wait for the car in front of them to advance forward instead of driving around and taking that space, thus holding up everyone else because of their stupidity. Now you decide after leaving the gas, and you got to go through, you know, the wait, 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 and now you got to find a place to park. Well, What's it like? People leave their shopping carts everywhere, all right? And then people are just will sit there and block off an entire aisle that you're behind, and someone will pull up right behind you, and now you're stuck, and you're stuck, and you're wasting more time, right? And burning more gas, mind you, precious, precious fuel, petrol that you've just put in your tank. And so you see an open space. There it is, a golden open space. And you go for it, but somebody has now driven through it from the other side just so they can be facing forward. But <laughs> they could have parked in the space on the other side, leaving that one open for you. But no, they're going to block you off. I mean, really? 
You also get stuck behind people. They're going to get in their car. And then they're going to check out their hair and clean out their nose and read a novel, make a few phone calls. While they should know or do know, people are waiting behind them for them to pull the hell out so they can use that space. A-holes. That's an a-hole maneuver right there. Now you park, you walk in, you get a cart, you, you show your membership card, you know. Now, does anyone again do any math to figure out whether they're truly getting a bargain or not? Are you going to actually spend more cash than you wanted to spend on items you don't even really need because you don't have a list or they're not on your list because you think you're getting a bargain? People don't compare shopping. For example, you can get a flyer from a local grocery store and it turns out some of the staples in there are less money than the warehouse discount stores because they're trying to draw you in to buy their other product. Why don't people know this? We're in the store. Now you start wandering around, and they don't really mark the aisles, do they? Not like where they'll say, okay, soap down this aisle or whatever. No, it's like an aisle number. Aisle number 306. Well, what does that tell us? Nothing. Maybe it helps them stock it, but it doesn't help us find anything. So you got to waste your time now wandering all over the place and trying to avoid people who have parked their cart slightly sideways and walked off somewhere, blocking your motion through that aisle. And you're going to sit there. Then there's the sample food people. Hey, you want a sample of this? How about a sample of that? How about a couple of samples? And it's always not a sample of anything good, uh, for you anyway. You know, something nice and organic and locally, you know, sourced and et cetera, et cetera. Things that lefties, man, you know, come on, farm to fork, man, buy local? No, it's some kind of processed thing in a factory, who knows where, but there certainly is plenty of it. So you buy the few things that you actually do need, and then a whole shit ton of things you don't need. For example... Have you ever noticed these giant bottles of stool softener? Yes, stool softener. 400 count per bottle. My, that's a hell of a bargain there, Marge. Why, next time we're all plugged up, we'll have plenty of stool softener. Stool softener, 400 count. You look at the label. The instructions are take one to three. How much is that if you only need one? That's enough for an entire year. Who the hell lives their life plugged up? for an entire year and need some kind of chemical assistance to do what nature is designed to do, to do what no man or woman can do for them. Who needs that? And yet, it just seems like a bargain. Really? Well, that is going to end up at your garage sale because I've seen those things at garage sales and it's, you know, already opened, years old, expired, and they're trying to recoup a little money for this bottle. Why would somebody sell that at a garage sale or at all? Or even buy it? If you got that big of a problem, you don't need to be at a discount warehouse center to, uh, to deal with it. You got your stuff and you got to get in the long ass lines with everybody there that is stupid, can't move, don't pay attention. You know, the general population eventually get up there and, oh, guess what? They don't have any boxes or bags. Did you bring your bags? Oh, you got to bring bags or boxes to this thing? Which means you got a cart full of stuff, half of which you don't need, and you got no bags to put it in when you get it to your vehicle. Yes, it's vehicle, I know, but there are people that call it vehicle. 
Now you got to drive home. Uh, what is the point of all this? Have you really saved any money? No. Have you saved any time? No. Remember, life is short. Have you loaded up on a bunch of stuff that you don't need? You know what you have? It's it's a bargain. My father used to say, you know what? You know what? You know what the definition of a bargain is. He was from Brooklyn, see, and he used to say, you know what the definition of a bargain is? A bargain is something you don't really need at a price you can't afford to turn down. I forgot to mention, there's an annual membership fee so you can get all these glorious discounts. Membership fee, like $50 a year? How much crap do you need to buy to even break even on that? I had a friend who used to like to go every Thursday. Yes, she worked at the DMB, the Department of Morons and Villains. I used to tell her people that are employed by the DMV can't even spell DMV. She wanted to get some kind of snacks for their Friday morning meeting. Well, normally she bought lots of lemon cake and donuts. That's a good idea for people that are employed by the government, especially the DMV. But one Thursday, she says, uh, what if I decide to go healthy? What if I get one of those vegetable plates, and I go, you're going to see a lot of disappointed faces. I mean, she goes, oh, no, people will eat it. You'll see. It's got like the uh, creamy, some kind of ranch-style dip in the center. I go, not only will they not eat it, the entire meeting will devolve into, where's our lemon cake? You always get us lemon cake and donuts. You understand, people that work for the government, people that work for the DMV, they're all diabetics. In fact, if you aren't diabetic or pre-diabetic within the first 90 days of your employment, you violated your probation. You have to be diabetic or pre-diabetic and have all kinds of orthopedic issues just to get ahead of the DMV. Otherwise, you'll just never survive in that job. That's it for today. Ronnie? Well, uh, you know, their uh, slice of pizza pie is really actually pretty tasty. So uh, I guess what's worth it is in the end when you walk out and you have to wait in another damn line, uh, have yourself a happy slice of pie and just think of all the money and time you're not saving. Okay, rock on. <laughs>